And anyone who comes to me, I will never drive away. For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise be to you. Each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Please be seated. Spot on, Paul. Each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gift. How true. Each member, each person has their role to play. All of God's beloved creation contained that divine spark created in the image of God, though uniquely skilled. What a gift that God also considered to bring about a little bit of variety. I mean, how boring would life be if everybody were exactly like me? Some of you are nodding too much even behind your masks. So we all have our different talents. Um, Unfortunately, though, somebody is walking around with fewer because John received an extra helping of talents. Accomplished musician, history buff, he can recall offhand the most obscure yet fascinating facts and events that you have never heard of in your life. He's a great storyteller, writer, teacher. I could go on. Oh, yeah, and he's a rancher. So John had invited me many times to his place to do some ranch work, asking, you know, if I wanted to join while he was cutting hay or doing other chores around the ranch. To his credit, I don't think he was being cheap, uh, you know, just getting a little extra help for free. No, he truly enjoys sharing his life. He let my kiddos ride around with him in the tractor to bale some hay, an experience that they will never forget. Anyway, John tells me that he's working cattle one day, and so finally I take him up on this invite. And arriving at the ranch, he and some other ranch hands are already out there working, guiding the cows through the gate to have each one checked out and treated and cared for. In addition to this, some of the cattle were receiving a brand, you know, marking them with a ranch symbol to keep from losing them. So John tells me to put on a glove and grab one of the metal poles that's sticking out of the campfire. And he gave me about a one-minute crash course for instruction and then sent me over to help out. So I gave it a try. I almost dropped the branding iron when the cow let out a big jolt. John patiently told me to wait a few seconds and then gently reapply the iron. And then he got down real close and looked over my work and said, yeah, it's pretty good for a first try. So off the cow ran into the pen and we started all over. And after doing this several times, I started to get a little comfortable, you know, feeling like I was getting the hang of this whole thing. And then all of a sudden, John says, okay, Brian, that's enough. We should probably let him do the job. See, before I had arrived, another person had been doing this job, a professional cattle worker, someone experienced, not a priest. And watching this guy do the same task was like night and day. 
His precision and gentleness and ease at doing all of these tasks was mesmerizing. Clearly, practice and attention to craft had honed his skill. Clearly, his talent greatly exceeded mine. Just because I was performing the task of a cowboy, of a rancher, did not make me a cowboy or a rancher, no matter how much I like to think so. Watching others do what they do best to see others at a practice task is inspiring. We all have our role to play, gifts to share in the work of the kingdom. And now the church has called John to a new role. Tonight, the bishop will lay hands upon John and ask that God make him a priest in God's church. So what does it mean to be made a priest? In a few minutes, the service will spell out some of the tasks in a fun part called the examination, John. Uh, It'll spell out, you know, the daily responsibilities that come along with being a priest, things like proclaiming the gospel, serving others, preaching, declaring God's forgiveness, pronouncing blessing, and of course, the all-inclusive category, other tasks assigned by the bishop. The days of a priest, like any other vocation, can be filled with endless tasks. However, like I didn't become a cowboy by applying a branding iron, performing a litany of tasks does not make you a priest. So what is it that makes one a priest in the church? I'd like to argue few have given a better answer to this question than the late Johnny Cash. I told John I wouldn't sing tonight. But as you most likely know, the typical clergy shirt is black. Clergy are often matching, so decked out from head to toe in black clothing. This must have been what Mr. Cash was referring to when he's saying, well, you wonder why I always dress in black why you never see bright colors on my back, and why does my appearance seem to have a somber tone where there's a reason for the things that I have on? What are these reasons? Cash sings, I wear the black for the poor and beaten down, living in the hopeless, hungry side of town. Now, I'm not going to quote the whole song, but your homework is to go home and listen to the entire song. Because Cash goes on and says that he wears it for the prisoner and those held back, those who've never heard the words of Jesus, the sick, the lonely, the mourning, the reckless, those who have died. It's an ongoing list of people hungry for a word of care, those in need of compassion. His focus in this song is completely other-centered. Finally, he ends the song by saying, but I'll try to carry off a little darkness on my back till things are brighter, I'm the man in black. Reaching into the lives of others all in need in one way or another and bringing a little light into the darkness might be a better description than any list of duties to check off. Paul, in writing to the church in Ephesus, says the gifts he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers to equip the saints for the work of ministry. Now, no matter how much clergy would like, this equipping doesn't mean just packing people's 
heads full of enough knowledge. It doesn't mean making sure there are enough volunteer opportunities or community or committee spots and appointments. It's about equipping the community of the faithful where they are. Alexander Schmimon, don't worry, St. Christopher's, if you have not been introduced to this writer yet by John, you will. Schmimon writes, no vocation in this world can fulfill itself as priesthood. And thus there must be the one whose specific vocation is to have no vocation, to be all things to all, and to reveal that the end and the meaning of all things are in Christ. It's no big deal, John. Just be all things to all people, all the time. What our French Mimon means by this is that being clothed in clergy apparel, becoming the one that wears all black, being made a priest in Christ's church is other-centered. While there are a lot of things, responsibilities that go with this church role, this position, the vocation of priesthood revolves around the uncovering of the light of Christ in the lives and work and ministry of others, revealing the light of Christ already present, points to the way Christ is already alongside and within the lives and work of others. It's a supportive role. While this particular role in the church is reserved for some, that some are to be pastors, are to be a priest, All are actually given a share in this work. In a way, all the faithful are called to this priestly perspective, to carry off the darkness and reveal that all things are in Christ. Some are called to be priests, to awaken and stir up the priest that is in all of us. The work of bearing witness to Christ in the world is not something that clergy hold exclusively. It's a ministry that is shared. All of you are invited as partner and fellow worker. The gifts he gave were that some would be clergy, some accountants, some ranchers, some bakers, or candlestick makers. Yet all of you are invited and called to be companions in bringing forth and pointing to Christ's light in the world. All are to be priestly. Thankfully, John already has the habit of sharing his many vocations, already having the habit of inviting people to experience his other talents. John has practiced in welcoming others into his work of handing over the tractor wheel to a five-year-old under supervision, of course, of teaching how to care for cattle The work of the person wearing black is not a reward for being extra special or holy. It is to reveal Christ already at work in the world. So when John invites you to share in this priestly work, when bringing you into the work of exposing in others light and carrying away the darkness, he's not being cheap and just trying to get a little extra free help. Now, teaching others to help in priestly work is what it means 
to equip the saints. Now, John, I invite you to stand. Some have been called to be priests in God's church. And in putting on your priestly clerical garb, your work does not exclude others, but centers around the needs and the work and the ministry of others. When life and ministry can sometimes feel like an endless list of chores and responsibilities, remember that your role is to carry off a little darkness from others, to be people-oriented, to reveal that Christ is already at work in all things, and to generously draw others into your ministry. Many people are weighed down in darkness. Many people are unable to see any sort of light. So tell things are brighter, you are the man in black. Amen.